everyone. This is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you're listening to the Engaged podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell now more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, we're chatting with Kyle Terrell, the replacement sales manager at Pella Dallas Fort Worth in Texas to learn how he transformed his sales team with the power of tech. Kyle, I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Hey, Pam. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys uh, calling me and letting me come on. Well, we're excited because not only are you uh, a great Engage user, uh, you are one of our favorite Engage users. Don't tell anybody else I said that. Um, but you are also kind of an, an evangelist, if you will, for tech in the home improvement space. So I'm really excited to be able to dig in with you and get your insight on just what's going on in the industry. So to kick us off, can you give listeners um, a snapshot of your background and what exactly you do at Pella Dallas Fort Worth? Sure, absolutely. So, uh, so Pam, before I got in with Pella, um, I was not in the home improvement industry. Uh, so I had worked and mostly commercial sales um, for the last couple of years uh, before coming on the Pella about five years ago. And basically I was just knocking on businesses' doors. So I was trying to get in touch with the right decision makers. I was going past gatekeepers. Uh, and that for me, um, I didn't quite enjoy it as much as uh, you know working with just business to consumer uh, because prior to that, I was a personal trainer for 10 years. So I actually ran personal training departments, taught other personal trainers how to sell personal training which is actually really similar to what we do in, in, in a home improvement. Um, but now, um, you know, since coming on five years ago, as of last spring, uh, I, I entered the sales management role at Pella um, down here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And now I, now I lead our replacement team. That's great. I love talking to people who have unorthodox backgrounds and have ended up in this industry. I, I've said this before with other guests, but I feel like home improvement just kind of takes everybody and is like, what skill do you have? What skill do you have that we can use to grow this business and just assimilates your skill into the business? It's great. I love seeing it. Mm -hmm. Our So our HR department is always asking, so what kind of, what's the personality that we need to find? And I'm like, there, there's not like, there's not one, you know? And, and so you, you just can't copy somebody. We have everybody from, uh, you know, ex police officers to people that worked in the financial world. I mean, it's all over the map. Everybody so, in between. And it's wild. Mm -hmm. Well, so you've really it finds been, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've really been on this journey over the last year of transforming your team with technology and building out your tech stack. I'm really curious as someone who, again, who comes from this other world, you were in kind of your know, corporate sales, you've done all these other jobs. How did you determine what tools and what solutions to bring to your team? And what did you end up adding to your tech stack? Sure. So, so I find when you, when you start entering, um, you know, modernizing anything in your organization, there's always more that comes with that, whether it be engage or a new CRM or something like I, you know, I feel like companies when they're seeking one thing, everything kind of comes with it. And, and so that was kind of the same with us. We, you know, uh, we were a little, we were actually really quick to move with engage, but you know, as, as, as you know, in the corporate world, you just have to, things just kind of roll out one at a time. And so all at once could mean a year, right? All at once could mean two years. And, but there is, there is quite a story here as far as how um, how this all kind of came to be. And so I'm going to share that with you. So as a rep, 
I was I was always looking for like new ways to innovate and just kind of go to the next level as far as performance goes. And I was I was a pretty high high performer right out of the gate. But um, what I found was that you know most companies only have two types of sales processes. There's uh, either one like a really rigid like follow this exact script verbatim. Um, you have to do that, and it's and it's and it's kind of just it takes all the personality out of it. And then you kind of go to the other side with the pendulum and it's, and it's like, well, here's just some bullet points and just go follow these things and we'll throw you to the wolves and you'll just figure it out. Uh, There was really like no, in my opinion, really good training out there that I could find. And so um, being the trainer I am, just being in sales, I, you know, I didn't see that, that trajectory for growth uh, in either of those scenarios. So I... I, uh, I rewrote our whole sales process. So, so I took it down. It was, it was, it was very scripty. Just a small thing. Just a small just thing. A, just a small thing. It only took me a year. It was fine. Um, no, but it didn't. So, you know, I, what I found was a really like a true presentation, a good demo, a good presentation, you know, takes place when the sales consultant's personality lines up with the, with the organization's sales process. And so you have to kind of have buy-in from your rep, from uh, you know, from your sales rep to say, yes, I do believe in this product, but they also have to believe in themselves when they're doing it. And so you have to allow them the freedom to do that. So I took a very rigid sales process that was scripted out and I literally drew a line down the middle of the page and I'm like, I'm going to write how I would say it and what feels comfortable to me. And so we actually are teach our reps that now. So as we do role plays, it is, uh, it is now, okay, how would you say it? Rather than, ah, that didn't sound right to me. And so we, and so we allow freedom there. Um, but, you know, long story short, you know, I turned my focus to modernizing the sales process for 2023. So uh, went all in and did that. That was step one. Um, step two uh, was I, I dug down deep to my inner nerd um, and, uh, I, and I was like, okay, I need a, I need a presentation software now. I need like, I need some visuals for customers. And I would start asking customers, um, you know, why they bought for me. And then I would also ask, so like, what else have you seen out there? And just kind of, you know, just kind of pick their, pick their brain on that. So I found Engage, um, don't even remember how I found it, but I, I called and I contacted Charlie Goldberg. Charlie, and- our main man. Oh my gosh. He probably thought I was nuts. He probably still does think I'm nuts, even though I talked to him quite a bit still, (laughs) but you know, I told him, I was like, Hey, Charlie, so this is who I am. This is what I do. Um, you know, I promise you, I can get you, you, I can get you guys some more business and engage. Just let me use your platform for free for a while. Uh And that while (laughs) he probably thought you were nuts. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. But that while of time turned into like eight months. So Charlie was like, so you got anything for me? Yet? I'm like, I promise I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. And so, but what I had to do, and the reason it took so long is because I had to, you know, build the sales process behind the scenes. I only told like four people at my, in, in leadership, in my organization that I was doing this. And they were kind of like skeptical on it. So, um, so did that. And I had to prove that it was working, which was the problem. So um, so I was already doing okay, but my close rate, once I started using engage and once I kind of, you know, revamped the sales process, my, my close rate just skyrocketed. And, um, 
basically I, I started to go on pace for a $3 million a year. And so, and yeah, I was like 3.2 or 3.4 is what I was pacing. And that was like unheard of. And there was another guy in my organization doing that too, but, but there just weren't very many of us. And just to put it in, put it in perspective, uh, a $2 million rep is like, whoa, here. So, so, so to jump that they were, they were like, what in the world is Kyle doing? And, um, so today, you know, fast forward, I get, I get promoted. I become our training manager and I start training this new system engage. And now today, every single rep has it. They use it all the time. And we actually now use it for our new hire training and continual training as well. I love that you not only looked at it from like, oh, we want technology, but it was like asking the homeowner what connects with them and like, why did they, why are they making the decision they're making? What are they seeing out there? What differentiates folks from the competition? Because we know that leads are getting more and more expensive. There's more competition. Like that homeowner perspective is really valid. And I don't think enough people ask for it when they're thinking about changing their tech stack. No, not at all. Um, yeah, they definitely don't. I mean, that's, that's pretty black and white. I think they just don't. Yeah. Customer experience is paramount. Um, so you talked a little bit about how you've been rolling this out to your, your team, how you've been really transforming the entire sales process. Now, we know that change management can be a huge challenge when you're implementing new technology, new processes. There's always that rep who's like, I've been here forever. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your new system. I don't need your new technology. How do you, as a sales manager, get your sales team on board with changes and ensure that they start complying with the new process, the new technology and get their buy-in on the new process. How do you do that? It is difficult to get any reps, especially what we call veteran reps. So people that have been doing this a long time, you know, open the change. But one thing I think to understand too, and just have your, have your team understand is that, is that change is necessary and it's not a bad thing. Um, it's really not. I think people think of change and it maybe like even the wrong word for it, right? But you know, if you want your company to grow and hopefully your reps want your company to grow too, you know, there there needs to be change um or like and or you know evolutions of ideas that that you know like you know like me doing the story and telling you about the story and that was just an evolution that created change later on. And so um, you know, you just have to have that. So, you know, in my opinion, the worst thing that you can say about your company is we've always done it this way. Oh, um, yeah. It's a dirty word. It's here. like, yeah, that's how you know, okay, we're, you know, we're really stagnant here. So whenever I hear that, I'm like, mm. and so we actually have something at, you know, Pella, Pella Dallas, where if we hear anybody say that, you just kind of, you just kind of give them the nod now. And they're like, ah, dang it. You know, you caught me. So, cause we're really trying just to like move forward. So, but, but implementing in, in implementing engage, um, for example, was, was very easy. Um, you know, the first day we rolled it out, we had two reps sell deals off of it and they had never used it before. So I, love I think, <laughs> I know it was amazing. And they weren't even, so they weren't even in the class in the training room that day when we rolled it out. So we just like gave everybody access and they, and they had to take their kids to school or something happened there. And they went to the appointments that afternoon and they're like, Hey, what's this, what's this new tool? And there was a little bit of buzz and they just, they, they used, um, you know, what it was at the time and, uh, and, uh, sold some deals. So it was really neat. 
So you have been on this transformation journey uh, for the last year. You've implemented a lot of new process, a lot of new strategy, a lot of new technology. I'm really curious, what are a couple of key lessons that you've learned along the way that you would share with someone who's about to begin this journey, either a sales manager or an owner, a business leader? Sure. Uh, so I think just taking it more Taking it more broad, I would say, um, you know, it's it's not always just about the technology. It's just about just being open-minded for the most part too. But, you know, the first thing I would say is, um, and this is coming from one of my mentors who happens to be my father-in-law, his name's Tom Heslip. But he, uh, you know, he's always told me these these three, it's the, it's, it's the three L's, listen, learn, and lead. And so basically it's listening, to those around you by being quiet, right? And then you learn from them by asking questions and then you lead others in the same direction to do that same thing. So listen, learn, lead is like a huge one. My my, my other one is from my dad and one of the great, greatest salespeople I've ever met. And he's always challenged me with the simple question of, um, are you helping someone? I'm going, dang it. And so he kind of he kind of catches me off guard. And so if you... I know those are really broad statements, but for me and everyone kind of has their own, their own, um, you know, phrases and things that they come back to based on their own life experience. But to me, I apply that to everything, right? So you just apply, you know, whatever principles you live by, whatever you have, you know, that's what you always go back to. And so I tell my, and so I tell my team all the time, especially just, um, you know, as like a salesperson, because people get in slumps and then they, uh, you know, and then they get out of them and it's this whole like thing. And so, um, so something I always tell my team is, you know, some of the best salespeople I've ever met are also some of the best people I've ever met. And if you can listen to your customers, learn from your customers, lead your customers to a decision, then you are helping them. And so it kind of just all like encompasses there. Beyond that, um, just just especially as um, you know, like a company leader or a company owner, you know, n know who you are and 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 what you stand for, and then you live out those principles. So, it, what you can do is just you can you can evaluate that on paper, even right. If you if, if if you write down the five things, you know, your five life lessons, right, and you know, being open minded on top of that. Um, you know, I think it just all starts with the person to, to just say, you know what, let's, yes, let's, let's pursue that or, or, or let's at least give that a shot. Um, Open-mindedness has got to be there. Yeah. I think especially with technology transformation and with trying to bring change in, like you have to listen to your team. You have to listen to what they're saying. You have to listen to how things are impacting them. And if you're set in your ways, if you're super close-minded about it, if you're not accepting feedback, if you're not looking at your process from an open-minded perspective, you're you're never going to make change. You're going to be that person who says, it's always been this way and <laughs> walk away yes. and get that nod. Well, well, and if you do have, you know, let's say you, do, you know, let's say your leadership is that, you know, and, you know, you just have to be what, what we call a leaky faucet. And, uh, and, and, and I got that from my boss and I, uh, you know, he's like, you just got to be a leaky faucet. And that's what I was, you know, that's what I was with a lot of things with the sales script, with engage, with, you know, you know, a, a few other things. I just, I was just always talking about it. And so it kind of came to a point where 
where they didn't have a choice because it was working and I was able to prove it. And I think like, if you are not a leader in your organization, um, you know, you can still, you know, by title, right. You sat, you, you can still have leadership qualities and then you can create new things in your organization and kind of just lead them in that, in that direction. And so that's, you know, even if you're not a leader, you can still do those things. So I would love to hear a, a specific example about how this change in your organization um, by Engage or your tech stack has helped you to achieve significant results. You talked about how you had a couple of reps who just like took Engage out in the field and closed deals, but how have you really seen it um, achieve results within your team? Sure. So kind of like I mentioned earlier, normally when you implement something new technology-wise, it's not just one thing. It's it's like multiple things. And so that's what happened with us. And, you know, I'd like to say that we are 100%, but we are not. You know, I don't think any, I don't think any organization knows, you know, for sure that they're 100%. And if, and if they're saying that, again, be open-minded, right? So, you know, what, you know, what I can say is that Engage has significantly improved our uh, major, our first call close. Uh, first call close is big in this, in this industry, um, but just overall, overall gross close rate in general. Um, and, and it's been a huge game changer for the onboarding process. It's, it's let us take, you know, the police officer, the guy who used to work for a financial institution, the who, the who, whoever, and out of the gate, you know, we have a we have about a six week training program. We're able to turn somebody off the street into like a three to five year veteran immediately out into the field. So, so the questions is how I build this, how do I do this, how do I know the limitations on this? And with Pella, we have we have like seven different product lines. So for that plus plus doors, right? So, so there's a lot more even there. And so we're, I mean, we could be talking about 12 different things, um, rather than just like one window, right. Which is what, um, you know, the advantage that we have, right. So shout out to Pella, but, <laughs> but, but we, but we also, you know, implemented a new CRM as well. Um, and so kind of doing those two things, uh, which needed a giant overhaul, we were able to jump our close rate um, about 10% uh, since implementing those, which is massive. And that, and keep in mind too, we've grown as an organization since then. So we have about 22 reps. So to have that all jump up 10% as a team with brand new people is, has been incredible. That's, that is incredible. Um, well, I would like to wrap up our conversation with a question that I ask everybody who comes on this podcast. I'm like the troll under the bridge. You come on my podcast, you have to answer my question. I, what is a trend that you think sales leaders should be focusing on right now? We're at the end of the year. We're wrapping up 2023. We're getting ready for 2024. Where do you think their heads should be? What trend should they be focused on? Uh, keeping up to date with technology for sure is number one. I mean, you have to, you know, the new, you know, the buyers nowadays, um, want more visuals. Um, you know, they want to, you know, people want to, people want to buy, they don't want to be sold to. Right. So, so give them something to buy, right. Give them something that they're attracted to. Um, you know, as, as a leader, uh, I would say hire people that know more than you do, um, because you can again, learn from them. See, there's trends with how I think about things, but you know, again, you can, you know, you can learn from them. You know, a great example of this right now is chat GPT. 
um, which is really controversial, right? Like for some reason, but in our organization or our industry, I should say, it's, it's, it's really not, you know, advertising is coming from it. Um, you know, it's one of the new trending topics. So, you know, simply keep, keep an open mind to new tools. Um, number two, I think is really important is hold your sales team accountable. So especially, I mean, you have to, especially in regard to sales volume, um, that's really important. Uh, you know, we hold our, our sales team accountable to certain metrics too, you know, like such as gross close and, you know, other, other metrics, um, growth would be number three. So growth, you know, if your trajectory or goal isn't growth, uh, a competitor is going to fill that space every single time. So if you're not growing, you're just going the other direction. There's no stagnant. I mean, it is up and down and in this industry. Like, you know, if you're okay being a $5 million business, that's great. But you, you know, in the next couple of years, you're going to be a $3 million business because somebody else is going to come in and fill those gaps. And so you have to be really careful, you know, obscure. I've always said like obscurity is every company's kryptonite. So, you know, you have to, I mean, you, you, you can't be obscure. You have to continue to push forward or at least, um, yeah. So, and then push your, push your sales team to, to do new things, you know, that, you know, being, you know, being with growth or growth, um, having your reps generate new leads or like their own leads, like self-generated leads. That's a huge miss in our, in our industry. Um, when I was a rep, uh, because I had been in the sales role of go farm and find my own leads. Um, I, I was, I, I was like, wow, this is amazing. You guys get free leads here. That's incredible. And that's how our industry works, right? We, we wake up in the morning, we see where we're going. Um, for me, that wasn't good enough. I had to go find my own thing. So, you know, join your community, right? Join your, your chamber of commerces or your, um, you know, any kind of networking group, go connect with your community and then work outwards. That's how a sales, uh, you know, account executive thinks, you know, uh, you know, as far as commercial sales. Um, I have a couple more, sorry, but <laughs> so uh, the other one would be invest. So invest in your company culture and in your reps. Um, like we do contests uh, every quarter. So last quarter we, um, you know, we held a contest of who can finance the most jobs, and it was the top five reps um, that won. And so we took them to a Rangers game, got them a suite. Well, I mean, that sounds them like to fun. Night. Yeah, it was awesome. And the sales managers get to go, so I had a great time. Um, and then everyone brought their spouses. So like we got, you know, you kind of get to know, know, you know, know your people and, you know, not just, uh, not just hear about them. So, you know, invest in your people and your culture and start creating that, um, you know, that culture that people notice. So they want to join your organization. Um, and then, you know, the last I would say is just don't be every other company, you know, do, do something different. Yeah. That differentiator makes you stand out from everybody else so that you're not stagnant. We want you to grow. Yes, exactly. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I definitely learned a lot and I'm I'm always surprised by people who come into this industry from different backgrounds and just like the cool perspectives that they bring to things. So I really got to appreciate getting to hear a little bit about your perspective on sales management and growth. Awesome. Thank you, Pam. It was great to, it was great to see you again. Thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit engage.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. 
If you like the Engaged podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify or Amazon Music. Until next time.